Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're recapping Season 5, Episode 7, Text, Lies, and Videotapes. I can't believe we're in Season 5. Every time. Every time I look at it, when I go to click the episode, every time we talk about it, I'm like, God, Season 5. We're almost done. Like, I know. We're like, you know, a hop, skip, a jump. We're already on Episode 7. I know. And, um... Yeah, before you know it, we'll be on, like, 15, and then we'll be on 18, and then we'll be on 23, watching the season finale, and then we'll be on season 6, and then we'll be on the series finale, and then we'll be moving on to our next thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Crazy. <sighs> I know. I'm going to be so sad, though, but I don't want to think about it yet, because I'm actually, like, I I really enjoyed this episode. Like, I feel... I feel like we're getting somewhere with Dawson and his storyline and uh, him going to see a therapist sort of was like a sign. I feel like the universe was saying to me, just find a fucking therapist. (laughs) Where is my Dr. Weir? (laughs) I mean, you might feel better. I know. Um, But what did you think of the episode? It was a good episode. I mean, we kind of gotten somewhere a little bit with, uh, the whole thing with Pacey, the restaurant with his, you know, the chef and the waitress and the, the issue with that. And I'm really proud of Dawson for going to therapy. And it was really great to see Abby from NCIS. <laughs> yeah. Um, Polly Peretti, right? Yeah. I, I liked it, but it, it wasn't like super exciting. But I yeah, I thought nice. it was. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a good filler episode. But yeah. It, it was also just another story. For some reason, I really thought that Dawson was just not a big character this season, but he is. Like, so far, he's been the main source of the show, I feel like. Yeah. Everything's yeah. revolved around him. And, and in the beginning, we thought it was all Joey. And I feel like Joey really had, like, the C storyline this episode, where she's figuring out Rose Rose Lazare, whatever, Lazare. Yeah, I like that they're still giving everybody their screen time. You know, it hasn't really changed too much. They're just not all together all the time, or as easily, you know? Yeah, um, Jack wasn't in this episode. Huh? Jack wasn't Jack, in this episode. No, Jack wasn't in the episode. He was busy um, frat. <laughs> yeah, Jack is a whole different person right now. And there was something else that I wanted to say. What was it about this episode? We got Jen in the doing the radio station thing, which was cool. There was not what I wanted to say though. There was something else. Joey. Yeah, yeah. You started to touch. That's why I kind of checked it off on my list because you kind of started to talk about it a little bit. But yeah, Joey too. I was um, you know, because she's second guessing her role being around all these people that are her, you know, a lot more educated than her at this point in time. But you know. She she had an idea and she she made a pull through, which was cool. So she, you know, relaxed a little because she was second guessing herself. I mean, I like the episode. It was a good filler episode for sure. It's a it's a nice transition. We have some characters, you know, making decisions. You know what I mean? Your Dawson's making a decision to go to therapy and Pacey confronted the waitress about their little, you know, tryst that's going on with the chef and 
he's married so you've got you know that so i'm sure he probably feels relieved now that that's like not burdening him right this minute so we've got them healing in that kind of way and then you've got joey who's trying to figure out her role in college and with this this group that she's in surrounding she's like basically fresh meat um and jen's got a radio station thing so yeah wait didn't it wasn't it funny when the other joey's classmate cassandra she was like oh you have the same idea thinking that it's like her roommate or something that she's writing the letters to and she's like well we both know that we're just there to be close to professor wilder and joey's just like no i'm not like is that really (laughs) what people think (laughs) why does everybody keep thinking this is this how you think because i'm really just here to learn (laughs) well no but then it then it came to like full circle at the end when she's laying in bed and audrey is like teasing her about it Mm. and she's sort of smiles at the end and she's just sort of like "Mm, maybe this might be like something fun you know kind of probably would have never crossed her mind too too much if uh yeah the girl didn't say anything (laughs) if her roomie didn't push the subject you know yeah i thought it was funny she's 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 good and firmly planted this idea into joey's head yeah let's hope that teacher can say no no i i'm pretty sure that they get in a relationship um I was withholding so much to not look into it. But as I was scrolling through the um, episode list, there's a picture on there that like pretty much proves that they're like together. Were they sitting on a couch? I don't remember. No, I feel like they were like really close to each other. And it's like Joey breaks off her relationship with Wilder or something. (laughs) I don't remember. I guess we'll find out because I don't really remember. Yeah. I knew that she did. I like it was just one of those things. It was like I think she gets in a relationship with him, but I swear to God, he said he was married with kids. So if she's like seeing him and he's married with kids, and she's a fucking homewrecker. <laughs> Unless he just says that to all the girls, so they leave him alone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because like nobody's at his house. It's just because remember people. when? Remember when he said that he was literally escaping like a ridiculous yeah. line of girls trying to you know talk to him (laughs) enjoy so i mean i don't know we'll we'll find out we'll figure it out maybe maybe it is maybe they're just a bunch of hussies i I guess we'll find out we'll figure it out um all right well before we get into the episode jamie um what's going on with you anything new and exciting happening in your Uh, life right now let's let's go down the list i've been very productive here very very productive okay so let's see i made a scheduled appointment for my car to get an oil change and to get this stuff looked at and get my ac looked at so that when i go to when i go to you know nevada i'm not dying (laughs) sweating my butt off and i upgraded my case for my vinyl records so that's all nice and sturdy and then i got a replacement ac power adapter cord thing for my actual record player because that disappeared the last time i moved so and that works now i'm very very excited about it also i went to the dentist you guys you'd be so proud of me i'm doing adult things i got a new toothbrush it's electric boogie woogie woogie <laughs> oh I'm really excited about that, too. It was an experience using that for the first time. I don't know if any of you guys have ever used an electric toothbrush or if you do. But is that not weird the first time you put that thing against your mouth and it's all vibrating and shit? You're like, what's happening? Yeah. But it's cool. I've never had one. It works. Dude, it's loud. It's like a loud, vibrating toothbrush. 
I don't feel like I need one. I brush my gums too hard. So this thing apparently has like a, a sensor on it. So that way if I like push too hard with it against like my gums or whatever, it like alerts me that I'm doing it so I can back off, which is pretty cool because I pushed I, too hard. Even with the soft bristled toothbrush, like it's I'm hurting my mouth. So well, that's trying good. to do better things and make better choices. So these are the things that I'm trying. Um, Yeah, I went to the last time I went to the dentist, they did my gums because they said my gums were like I'm bleeding. They were like just not good. So I had them do this like whole routine, like this deep cleaning on my gums. Hmm. And I've been using like special toothpaste and mouthwash. And um, they've been a lot better. Like they don't bleed like they were, but yay! Yeah. What kind of what kind of toothpaste do you use? Periodontax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that stuff. Stuff's amazing. It is a little high priced. Yeah, but it's great home. and it works. Yeah, and the mouthwash. Is, happy. The mouthwash is good too. They um, they had it. What mouthwash is it? It's the same brand. Periodontax has their own mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I need to go to CVS tomorrow on my way home from work. Is there anything else going on with you? Anything else exciting? Or is that a... <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anything else? Um, no. That's pretty much the excitement of my the life. Toothbrush. My toothbrush is probably the most exciting thing that happened this week. A new cord. <laughs> Record <laughs> you're getting your car checked out <laughs> yeah a grown-up stuff man <laughs> right yeah it's been like i don't know this the past couple of days this week has been weird and i have like a minor cold or something i don't know what it is i thought it was covid but it's it's not and um my ears been bothering me and i've been like coughing up phlegm and i can't stand it but, I hear allergies and stuff for a really, really high right now, too. Yeah. People are getting sinus infections. and Like, knock on wood, I haven't allergies. had migraine. Like, I'm hoping I don't get a migraine. Right. But I'm not, like, super congested. And it doesn't hurt in this part where it would. Right. It's just all over here. And I feel it in here. But it just feels just like I have a lot of phlegm, like, build up. Mm. But... Hopefully that passes because I'm tired of feeling like this. I don't like it. And so Saturday we went to see um, the new Insidious, The Red Door. Remember he wanted to go see both movies? Yes. And you were like, (laughs) just go and see the the Indiana Jones. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we didn't see both. We went to like a 730 showing for Insidious. And... It was good. It was like not like the best Insidious movie. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Uh, no. Um. Well, if anybody has seen them, the third one, the first and the third one are like my favorite ones. Um. But this is the fifth one, I think. And they sort of like wrap up the story revolving the family from the first two movies. Because mm. the kid is like older now and he's like super hot and cute. And he's in college and all this stuff happens. But um, I liked it. I thought it was a fun Saturday night movie. And then we just like were walking around outside like when we were walking home. And we stopped at Honey Grow, which is not my favorite place to eat. 
but um he like I like Honey Grow. I know. Everybody loves Honey Grow. It's not like my favorite spot. I would have rather gotten like something else, but I got like noodles with shrimp and like seven spice um sauce and something else. I don't know. I got a bunch of shit in it. And it was good, and then I just like got tired of eating it. And it wasn't Did you even... make your own or Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, I don't make my own. Well, the the last time I got something there, it was like a buffalo something. And it, I actually like that. But they forgot stuff. They didn't put like certain things in it. But I did yeah, get... The... I've never had an issue anytime I've ordered. And I order online and pick it up. Well, we I don't have one in. issue. We walked in and I ordered it. Ordered mm. in a restaurant. But I got the brownie crumble thing. And it has like strawberries and grapes in it. And I thought... And like mini... Um, chocolate chips and whipped cream and I didn't think it was going to be good with the grapes but it was actually really good I liked it yeah yeah there's a couple of them in there that I want to try and I haven't I think there's one that's like apple pie or something and then there's yeah, that's what Justin got yeah and there's something else too that sounded really good and the chocolate one oh dude I don't know but every time I go there I go there for lunch not for like dessert so I never get the fruit cups is basically what they are <laughs> well that's and there's that's this one that has honey in it it's like honey and Oh, something. I don't know. Sorry. This house makes a lot of noise. What is this house? This house is clean. <laughs> Remember Zelda? Zelda. The oh, fucking the realtor. Huh? No, Zelda, the, the realtor. Oh, Remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember I would make you call me when they would come and I would be like, I'm on a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> We definitely did that. Got me nowhere because you ended up having to move. But um, I just wanted to make them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> and we would just make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And she'd be like, really quiet. And then, like, somebody would actually, like, try to start talking to me. She'd be like, he's working. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck are you asking me questions for? I'm not a real, I'm not selling this house and i live here yeah and i'm working and i don't want you to be here so yeah like don't bother me <laughs> um oh my god it feels like a million years ago every time a thing pops up on my phone and it's like this day last year and it's me and you sitting in our old places <laughs> our our last places that we lived in <laughs> So like you're in your office sitting at your desk with all your books behind you and I'm sitting on my floor in my living room recording this and now you're sitting in your bed and I'm sitting at a desk. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And it's going to change again. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. Anyway. But yeah. Um, I don't think we even did anything else. We don't don't think we did anything Sunday. And Monday we were both off and... um, we like went for a walk. Oh, I found where I found the post office. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you found the post office. <laughs> Jamie, we were walking by. You know where the bookstore is that we went to and the Cadoba, like yeah. when we were walking to Copa Banana. So it's literally right between like Cadoba and the bookstore. It's right in between those two stores. I, I walked by and I saw somebody with packages walking in there and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that's the post office. 
I was like, I didn't know that that's where it was. And he was like, you didn't, what, you didn't know? And I was like, no, Justin, because I kept asking you, like, where it was, and you weren't answering me. And, like, every time I did a Google search, I felt like I wasn't getting, like, a clear answer. Right. So um, I found it, because I have, like, stuff I have to send out to people. And um, the only thing is, is that they're not open on the weekends. They, they And they're only open until 5 o'clock during the week. So, like... Uh. I'm gonna have to like run and like haul ass there after work on like a Friday to go on your lunch break. Yeah, I could. That could be like my exercise because it's like it is. It's not. It's not far, but it's far enough. You know. Yeah, I get it. Like it would. It's at least. It's at least like I don't know. (laughs) It's like a ten minute walk, probably. Probably less. It's like right near the movie. It's right. It's before the movie theater. I feel like. Anyway, I don't remember. None of this means anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't done anything. I've just been editing a lot. And uh, we just posted our latest Patreon episode where we're recapping a brand new TV show called Glory Days. We recorded that last Friday and that was fun. (laughs) It's a good show. If anybody wants to watch it, I put the link up in the post. If you join our Patreon at the five level, you can go listen to our recap. But it was fun. It is a good show. I like it. I like it. I wish there was like more than one season. Well, the good thing is, is that we're watching one one a month, so it's gonna like last, you know. But yeah, true. Um, that'll go by fast too. But yeah, we both enjoyed the episode and. It's a funny, it's a funny recap episode. <laughs> like when I was listening back to it, I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, this is really well, funny. good. I'm glad. <laughs> so, go join it. We would love for you to do that. <laughs> that support us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Jamie, we should just dive into this episode. What do you think? Sounds like a plan, Stan. <laughs> All right, ma'am. Let's go. <laughs> Let's let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're recapping season five, episode seven, text, lies, and videotapes. Um, that title is a play on the film Sex Lies and Videotapes. Did you ever hear about it? No. Uh I think it's like an old movie from the nineties, like the early nineties. But I always remember hearing about it as a kid and being like, oh, it's probably like a dirty movie. (laughs) But I don't think it is. I have no idea. All right. Well, Google them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this episode aired November 21st, 2001, written by Karen Lewicki and directed by Marita Grabiak. So we open with Jen and she's sitting with Dawson. And they're at Boston Bay College, a.k.a. Wilmington, North Carolina. And um, they're sitting on a bench and he's waiting to go in and see Dr. Weir. So he's finally like giving in to go see her. And he's like, you know, you don't have to stay. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's not so bad. And he says, so I just talk, right? I go into a total stranger's office and just tell them my deepest fears. And this is supposed to solve something. And she says, no, not necessarily. And she gets into this whole like, freud conversation he says so the goal here is just unhappiness and she says exactly 
And he goes, I love college gin. I feel like I'm in a French movie. And she tells him that therapy is really not. What does that even mean? I feel like I'm in a French movie. Because the, the whole thing she said about Freud. Like, she's being oh. really smart. Like, they're sitting on a bench having coffee in the middle of the day while he's waiting to go see his therapist. And she's, like, trying to make him feel better by giving him, like, some kind of, like... Life. Life. Yeah. Yeah, she says something about, like, Freud um, thought he could manage, he could convert hysterical misery into common everyday unhappiness. And that's why Dawson says, so the goal here is, is unhappiness. And she's like, exactly. So that's why he says, I love college gen. Like, she's so smart. She's like, you know, it's really not so bad. Trust me. Besides, 90% of people in this world could benefit from a little time on the couch. And he's like, you actually laid on the couch? She says once, but it was not very comfortable. Tom Frost's office was very stark and Danish. And I was like, oh, yeah, remember she went to therapy last season? And that, yeah, I was like, it just happened. Like, she just went to therapy. It definitely felt like it just happened. But she goes, I predict this Dr. Weir will be much warmer, more of a spider plant in the window kind of chick. <laughs> and he's like, you never felt ridiculous blathering on about your problems to a total stranger. And she says, no more than I feel now, blathering to no one on the radio. And I was like, oh, we're finding out that Jen is on the radio now. Like, how did that happen? Did she just take I know. Honestly, when she said that, I was like, did I miss? Did I fall asleep in the last episode? Like, I don't remember us talking about this. When that happened, Stephen, I paused the episode and I looked at the episode guide to make sure I didn't accidentally skip one. Yeah. Because I thought I missed something. It's one of those things that they did where they're like, throwing it in there to be like oh well this is jen's new thing yeah, that they're just dropping on us because because we're not going to see charlie for a while like his yeah. episodes are over now so they're like let's give jen something to do we already ruined her relationship <laughs> <laughs> and he's like that's not true i listen she says so does grams so anyway he thanks her and she says anytime and there's this like little moment between the two of them where he's you know, she's always, she's just being there for him. And she, he looks over at her and he sort of just like looks over at her a little too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sort of them telling us that, you know, maybe things might happen between these two that were happening back in season one. So who knows? <laughs> but I like, I like that she's being there for him. You know, Jenna's always there for him. And me too and, and i feel like her. with her life experiences like she might be better suited to help him than say joey you like yeah joey lost a parent but i feel like she maybe didn't have as much like mental trauma over it the way that dawson did well yeah you know what i mean so for for in that case he and jen have some things in common and it might be easier for him to talk to jen because jen would be more understanding on it yeah and he has a different relationship with her. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely a different relationship. Like Jen, Jen knows what to say, but she also doesn't know what to say, and she she doesn't. Jen's not trying hard like Joey is, so she's just right. She's just being there for him as a friend, and if he wants to talk, he wants to talk. But she's also giving him like um, space. No, I mean like she's also she's also giving him um, like inside information about going to therapy which he's so afraid to do she's been there before yeah right so he so she's trying to help him in that way too which is nice because he's he's like oh you know i'm going to boston to go see this doctor that i 
ditched or flaked out on last time. So, and she's the perfect person to help him. Right. Uh, we get the opening credits and we cut to Joey Stormroom and we see Audrey come in and she's arguing with some like nerdy kid and she's holding up a camcorder <laughs> and she says to Joey, why is your film geek practically Tom Cruise while the one who worships me looks like the kid who doesn't want to go to the dance in 16 Candles? <laughs> um, let's like discuss that real quick. <laughs> She says, why does your film geek look like Tom Cruise? So Dawson looks like Tom Cruise. I don't see it, but it's interesting that they use Tom Cruise. And then that, yeah. So like she (laughs) ended up marrying Tom Cruise in real life and having a child with him, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was not not that they knew that was like that was going to happen. No, no, not at all. But it's still cool. It's weird. It's funny. I don't know. It's, It's something. And the 16 Candles reference made me laugh because, like, Audrey is old enough to remember that movie. Because, I mean, we've heard about these movies since season one, right? But it's just funny to me because, like, that's a movie that I've watched when I was a kid, too. And um, I feel like I was, like, close to their age that they are on the show. So it was, like, a funny, like, nostalgic kind of callback to that movie. It's weird because, like, I just think that, like, to... It's not like this isn't happening today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would have said like a totally different movie. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder, I wonder if kids today watch this, that they even knew what 16 Candles was. <laughs> I don't know. It's still like, it's a classic. It's a cult classic. You know what I mean? So I feel like they could still use those references today. And we would hope that people our age and a little older and. No, younger whatever. than us. I feel like people younger than us wouldn't get it. That's what I'm saying. I said, if you'd let me finish, (laughs) that I would hope that the people that are our age and a little bit older who have kids are bestowing upon their children the wonderful world of movies from the 80s. (laughs) Of John Hughes movies. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So Joey tells her that she better be nicer to George. He's going to be very successful one day. And she says, whatever. I practically had to sleep with him to get him to loan me this digital video camera. <laughs> Jeez. And we find out that Audrey's auditioning for the real world, Ibiza. <laughs> so Joey's trying to get like her shit together for this Rose Lazare project because she has another meeting at Wilder's that night. And Audrey's like, you better get... She's like, "You then you should be getting ready. And she's like, I am, but it's like, there's footnotes for footnotes. And she's like, no, not that, you fool. Wardrobe. (laughs) So Joey's like, it's not like anyone will even notice what I'm wearing. And she says, where would Madonna be if she believed that? She's like digging through Joey's closet. (laughs) So Joey's telling us that she doesn't feel secure in her position with the project because there's so many upperclassmen there that she doesn't understand why Wilder picked her in the first place because I'm such an idiot. <laughs> oh my god, Joey, please shut up. Yeah. You're she's not an cool. idiot. You just don't know the knowledge yet. I know. Well he pretty much says that to her too, but he's she's so insecure about everything. Like once you like let people know that like how you're feeling, like they totally take advantage of that. So like yeah. go in there strong, Joey, and act like you know your shit. That's all you have to do. <laughs> make it till you make it. Right. So Audrey's like, no, it's because you're hot. 
and he's a teacher. And don't tell me you never considered that a possibility. Oh, Aubrey, just trying to start some trouble here. (laughs) She goes, would it be so awful if some incredibly gorgeous guy found you attractive? And she says, has it ever occurred to you that the goal of the college experience is not to be reduced to a piece of meat? And she says, no, you'd rather be a brain in a jar. (laughs) So Joey says, and I wouldn't have to worry about what I'm wearing. So Audrey gives her an outfit. She's like, this will work. (laughs) It was cute. It was a funny scene. We're also seeing like them bonding more too, you know. Uh, So now we cut to Pacey at the restaurant, which I found is called Civilization. Karen mentioned. Oh, you know what? She does mention it. They mentioned a few times in this episode. I had the subtitles on this time today. Yeah. I don't. I was like, did they mention this before? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't remember it. I know. I feel like we would have remembered. Hmm. But um, Danny's trying to teach Pacey how to make mushroom duck crepes crepes and he's saying that there's about 300 people coming to this anniversary party that they're having and pacey needs to learn how to cook these in 39 hours so it's gonna be like in two days i guess (laughs) so two days from this day that he's learning how to cook them so then karen comes in and she's like relaying messages to danny about like their orders and stuff and pacey sort of like looks at them like knowing that they're sleeping together you know yeah they're getting like more and more obvious if you noticed before it was like eh, but now it's like oh, like they're standing a little too close to each other they're a little too comfortable with pda like they're starting to get kind of pda i mean honestly at the party later like the the event i was so surprised and the wife walked in like how does the wife not know after that interaction she just saw oh my god i'd be so annoyed i would be upset so Pacey's like listening to their conversation and Danny's like, I like lived, breathed this entire restaurant for like four months or something. And Pacey's like, you actually lived here at the restaurant? And he says, yeah, because I was the second chef to take over. And he's like, wow, that must have been hell on your marriage. And then he says, speaking of, will Emily be coming to this dinner? And Danny's like, no, she can't make it. <laughs> and Danny and Karen give each other this look at each other like, Oh my God, why is he asking this question? Does he know? Does he know about us? (laughs) Like, they're so obvious, like you said. (laughs) Like, really obvious about it. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, just fucking blurt it out already. Just say you're fucking each other. (laughs) Right, for real. What are you doing? We cut to Dawson, and he's in his session with Dr. Weir, Mm. and he notices that there's a spider plant. And he kind of smiles. And in walks Dr. Weir. And she's played by, like I said earlier, Polly Peretti. So wait, I always remember her from CSI as well, because my dad loved that show. I, I don't NCIS. Know oh, NCIS. Um, and she always had crazy hair, right? She had black hair. She's goth. Oh. Obviously she had different color hair. Nope. She's always black. Always in she was goth. She's in boots oh. and I never actually watched and fishnets it. And- yeah, of course. I, I just think. remember what my dad would tell me about it because I think he liked her. Um, Every, everybody loves Abby. She's brilliant. She's hilarious. The show I remember her from is the Jennifer Love Hewitt Party of Five spinoff called Time of Your Life. <laughs> Do you remember that show? Never heard of it. <laughs> well, I think I, I think it got canceled after like five episodes or something. Um, yeah. But she played one of her friends. Like she's like her enemy in it or something. But I always remember her from that show. Hmm. So he's like, you know why I'm here? Because I panic attacks. And 
Um, it's how I'm dealing with my father's death. And she says, are you sure about that? And he's like, well, nothing else is really all that different in my life right now. And she says, nothing else. <laughs> and he says, well, I guess that's not really true, is it? And she says, does it feel true? <laughs> like, she's like a- asking questions. Typical therapist move. <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> like, yeah, she- <laughs> she's very good. And he says, well, <laughs> six months ago, this is not what I thought my life I'd be doing with my life. And she says, well, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. He's like, well, I was at USC. And she's like, yeah, that's a really good school. It's really far away. He's like, you know, I'm thinking about going back, but not now. He's like, my mom and my baby sister obviously need me. And she says, next semester, maybe. And he's like, you know, I've been meaning to call and find out about that. She says, is this something that you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. And he tells her that he feels frozen between the past and the future. And there's no reason that he couldn't go back. And she says, well, except for the panic attacks and your mom and your baby sister, who obviously need you. And he says, right, I guess that wasn't all that true either. And she tells him that the brain works in mysterious ways. And he says, so am I just lying to myself? And she says, losing someone you love suddenly with no logical explanation, the brain isn't set up to cope with something like that. And a few lies here and there, they're par for the course. The only problem is when you start convincing yourself that the lies are true. And I was like, wow, Dr. Weir, you're playing, <laughs> you're playing a doctor. And I was like, that's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> you're making sense, lady. I know. I'm like, Dawson's getting his money's worth with this, with this one. <laughs> with this one, right? <laughs> Thank God for his pediatrician for recommending her. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get Weir on the phone. We got another one. <laughs> She's like, you're all set. (laughs) Um, So now we cut to Joey and she's at Wilder's and there's a bunch of other students there who are all older than her. Are they at Wilder's house or are they at that lady's house still? I'm assuming they're at his house. I feel like she said she has to go to his house. Remember she took Dawson to his house? Yeah. Was it his house house or was it that lady's house? (laughs) I'm just kidding. It probably was his house. I don't know. So there's this girl talking, Cassandra, who like thinks she knows everything. She like she's like naming all these like writers that Joey doesn't know. She thinks Rose Lazare, Lazar, whatever her name is, was a lesbian. And Joey doesn't believe it. And Wilder calls on Joey and he asks her about the letters, like if she's found anything about them that she could share. And she's like well, they're very interesting, but who's IV? And nobody knows who this is. They realized that all the letters were written to this person, IV. I was like, who is IV? It's me, Amario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we figure out who they think it is, but I don't know what that could stand for. I don't either. Anyway. Hmm. Um, so Wilder sits next to Joey and he says, all that we know are that these are the most intimate and revealing letters of her career. We catch a glimpse of somebody who is real, somebody who doubts themselves, somebody who is not afraid of looking stupid while asking essential questions about life. And he's pretty much talking about Joey because Joey was like, can I ask a stupid question? But he's just trying to help her, I think, to be like, you know, don't be afraid to ask the stupid questions. (laughs) Like... What's the worst that can happen? 
So the annoying girl, Cassandra, goes, it's a mystery. Like Derrida's postcard, for real. Don't you think, Joey? And <laughs> she goes, uh, it probably would if I had any idea who you were talking about. <laughs> and they all crack up. So Joey's like, I don't know if I should be here. Like, she's like looking around the room like, I don't even know who Derrida is. Should I know who that is? <laughs> Look. Just because somebody knows something that you don't doesn't mean you need to, you should know that person know who right. that what that thing is like they're just more interested in something like I don't know I just don't I don't know I just don't ever get intimidated by things like that at least not now Me you know what either. I mean if I don't know I ask a question or I look it up on the handy dandy Google <laughs> there's got to be an SOP somewhere <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> An SOP, a PMP. I don't know. I don't know. It kind of like it kind of makes me look. Forum. It kind of looks makes me look at my like work situation sometimes, where I do feel like sometimes I get very frustrated with myself because I'm like, I wish I could figure this out. I work with so many people that have like more experience than me doing this, but. So, like, when I figure it out, I'm like, Stephen, like, you know what you're doing. Like, you're not a fucking idiot. (laughs) And I'm like, I was on the right track. Okay. So, like, I'm not stupid. But, like, I don't know. If I was at a party and somebody was like, you know, like, Derrida's story, poet, for real, I'd be like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) Right. I'm like, yeah, sure. uh, Who? (laughs) Or, yeah. Give me 10 minutes. I'm going to go look it up real quick. I just won't be paying attention. I'd be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Sure. What she said. Exactly. Sure. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So Karen's trying to make small talk with Pacey and she asks him if he has a date for the, for the party on Wednesday. And he says, no. And she's like, do you want me to set you up with one of my hot friends? And he's like, nope. And he's just being really short with her because he's like annoyed with her. Because yeah. of this whole situation. He's annoyed at everything. I don't blame him. I might be annoyed and pissed off too. Um, she says, hey, what did you do with Pacey? He used to be such a lovable galoof. Galumf. Galoof. And Pacey's like, well, I'm a little fed up right now. And she's like, yeah, about what? And he says, believe me, you don't want to know. And she says, maybe I do. And he says, that boyfriend you're always telling me about, he wouldn't be coming tomorrow, would he? And she's like, uh, not exactly. He says, now here's been months and I've never actually seen the guy. How is that possible? And she's like, well, he just has a really crazy schedule. And Karen's like defensive. Like she's always on the defense with him. Yes. And he says, oh, well, when he's not standing you up, does he take you anyplace special? I don't know. Maybe Boston Harbor, a gigantic sailboat. <laughs> I was like, damn, Basie, get all up in their business. And she says, what did he tell you? <laughs> and he's like nah bitch that's oh. my sailboat <laughs> right <laughs> he's like no dummy you left your fucking necklace he says all this time you've been complaining to me about your boyfriend and here I am feeling sympathy for you and she's like I never asked for your sympathy Pacey and she goes so what are you gonna just lay your guilt trip on me now you don't know anything about my life and he says what I know is that relationship is gonna bring you nothing but grief and I also know that I had to look his wife in the eyes and lie for you believe me that was not too enjoyable so she's like, basically tells him to stay out of her life and she's over it. And he goes back to like whipping his food, like angrily. <laughs> Get out. 
right now it's the end of you and me wait what would you do in this situation because so the whole thing is pacey i would get in that situation pacey likes wait, Karen. okay wait which situation are we talking about are we talking about pacey's situation or are we talking about karen's situation well the the it's a whole triangle so like pacey knows something about karen and his boss he likes both of them like he wants to be like like he wants to hook up with karen obviously um but he also respects danny but now he's losing respect because of the situation and so you yeah go ahead so if you knew something like that would you just stay out of it or would you sort of like get involved because they used your boat (laughs) so i don't get involved in other people's business unless unless it's like a close friend of mine or like family Otherwise, it's not my fucking business to be placing myself in the middle of it. Unless I get brought in the middle of it, it's not my business. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same. So I, that's I, that's how I would be. If it was like my family or like my best friend and I see somebody cheating on them or something like that, that's a whole different thing. You bet your ass I'm going to tell my friend. Yeah. But in Pacey's situation, like I don't know these two people very well and one guy writes my check. It's not my business. That's yeah, his that's mess. True. And that's how that's going to go. Yeah, I feel like Pacey just needs to sort of stay out of it. Yeah. And yep. I don't know why he wants to even be with I understand her. his frustration, though. Like, if he likes this girl and this girl's constantly talking about her boyfriend and how, like, he's, she's frustrated with him and stuff. Like, I understand his frustration and being like, listen, I don't feel bad for you anymore because your boyfriend is actually a married man. You right. know what I mean? And I totally commend him for that. You know what I mean? And she is a person and I get it. And I understand why he's frustrated because he don't want to hear it anymore. And that's his, that's his right to be like that. So I think Pacey's fine in that kind of reaction, but I definitely would not want to get more involved in that. Like she's kind of pulling him into it because she's talking about it so much. You know what I mean? And then her boss is pulling him into it because he's trying to use his pad all the time. His pad. Listen to me. What am I? 80? <laughs> yeah you eat fig newtons <laughs> that's you know, yeah but you know you know what i mean like pacey situation yeah. i don't know i still wouldn't try to get involved too much as soon as i knew what was happening i'd probably be like you can't use my place anymore and you i just don't want to hear your problems anymore and then it's pacey's best interest to move on from that train wreck because she is uh you know yeah she's got enough going on and obviously she's not ready for what pacey's looking for so exactly i feel like he just does not need to be involved with her at all like no he his best thing would be to just let that shit go i also wouldn't trust her if i even got with her because he couldn't build a relationship with her because she's so hung up on danny that's what i mean like the timing isn't right for them she's in the middle of a freaking well there's something yeah there's something gross about it too to me to know that pacey knows she's fucking their boss and if he goes and sleeps with her that's weird to me. Like, you already know that she was fucking your boss. Now she's, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with sex. It's not, it's not that. It's just like, you're, you already know who she's sleeping with. So like, why would you want to sleep with her after you already know, like the situation? Like, I don't want to know my partner's sex, like partner. History. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I have nothing to do with them, but like, it's also sort of like a bro code thing too, you know, even though, Danny doesn't really know, I guess, that Pacey knows. I don't know. No, I don't think he has any idea. No, not yet, at least. But No. I'd be like, Pacey, stop trying to get with her. She's so annoying, too. She's yeah, not- I don't really understand it, because obviously she's got enough 
going on right now that they he really should not be i mean unless it's purely just to get between her legs <laughs> yeah like well no he's I, actually uh, like really he's sweet to her sometimes you know yeah no he is because he likes her he liked her the moment that he saw her and that's cool but like she obviously has her, her own shit going on and pacey just his best interest would be to stop going for emotionally unavailable bitches to get yeah. over joey yeah he needs to just stay with that rich girl <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. They're not available. Rich girl is not available for him to get too deep. This girl is not available for no. him to get too deep. That's what's just, happening here. He needs to That's just what's enjoy happening himself. here. He needs he to is, just enjoy himself right now. He is literally just trying to fill the Joey hole without actually filling the Joey Joey hole. He's not looking hole? or he has <laughs> he's not dating anybody that could potentially be How a big permanent... is Joey's hole? <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Like he's seeing and showing interest in people who are are these girls that are not like like potential life partners. Right. Well, he's I think he's unavailable in he some way or form. Yeah. I think he is just having fun right now. But we have never seen him in a serious relationship before, besides Andy and Joey. So Yeah. I think it's cool though that they're giving us this like picture of what it's like to be a young adult just having fun and figuring your life out and you know he's not in college soaking up with hot girls on boats like <laughs> boats you know. and hose boats right. and hose that's his thing right now and he's working in a kitchen <laughs> what else could you want but yeah he needs to stay away from karen i i don't like her <laughs> at all no i know <laughs> yeah anyway so now we cut to dawson and <laughs> he's with he's with gail and she's like how did your therapy go also, things are going to have to start getting back to normal around here. And he says, were things ever normal around here, Mom? So they're having a meeting with a lawyer. It's the same lawyer that Dawson met when Brooks died, remember? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're going over Mitch's living trust. So there's this whole thing where they find out that Mitch didn't put Lily on the will. So, like, she's not able to get any of the trust. It's only, like, allocated to gail and um dawson so this how does that stuff like, even work like how does that work is it like money you can just take out and put in your own bank i don't know exactly how a trust works i feel like if mitch had all this money in life insurance or whatever or if he had money sitting in the bank and he put it but, in his will that it goes to his kids and his wife and a certain percentage would just go to them we're talking about Gail and Dawson, right? They're mm -hmm. the sole people. There isn't a bunch of people involved. So if they pay those two out, they could literally just open their own account for Lily. Like, I don't know why Dawson is freaking out. I mean, we know why Dawson. I thought the same thing. <laughs> we know why Dawson's freaking out. He was kind of losing it because nothing is available for Lily. But if you guys get paid out and you literally just take all that money and you put it in a bank account, you could open one for lily and throw money in it i know so, I the same like thing. i don't understand <laughs> i don't understand but i guess we find that you know the reason why dawson's so upset isn't really have anything to do with the will no i totally agree with that i feel like that's what they could have done i don't know if it's just a weird like technicality maybe they're just like why didn't dad include the baby in the will but i think um, yeah i think in this case it was just 
uh, another thing that kind of sets Dawson off that he has to work through. Why are you mad? Are you mad at your mom for not being mad? Are you mad at your dad for forgetting Lily? Are you mad at your dad for whatever, but you don't want to be mad at your dad? Like you feel like you shouldn't be mad at your dad, even though you are like your feelings are valid. Like it's something I think that they, they put in their show to give Dawson something to work through. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because he he keeps saying, like, I don't want to be mad at him. Like, I'm not allowed to be mad at him because he died. And even Jen says to him, like, you're allowed to be mad at him. Yeah. Well, they they end up finding it. Like, well, we can talk about it now. But Dawson's, like, freaking out, looking through the house for this fucking trust or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And Gal comes down. She's like, you need to stop. You're scaring me. And he's like, you found it, didn't you? And she goes page 63 of his Stephen King novel on his bedside nightstand. <laughs> and he goes, it wasn't signed, was it? She goes, your father was never good with the details, honey. <laughs> but she's just like, whatever. Yeah, like... It's not so big a deal. They have the will with those two names on it. They'll get paid out. And then together they can put it in a bank account for Lily and put money aside for when she gets older and that'll be that. They can put the stipulations on it. She can't touch it until she's 18 or 21 or whatever. You know what I mean? And she'll have that trust, that little nest egg under her name. I don't understand why they're freaking out, why he's freaking out so much. But I mean, I guess the whole, again, the whole point is because he's going through these things and that was one more thing that he can discuss real time with uh, his therapist. I have I have something to ask our creep talkers. Um, if any of you listening are like a lawyer and you know about this type of stuff, DM us and let us know how this actually works. Cause um, I'm curious, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have yeah. <laughs> personal issue that I would like to know because uh, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> so um, we talk podcasters seeking legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> about about wills and trusts here's our ad right now <laughs> seeking legal advice oh my god we'll make a, we'll put a story you got any lawyer friends in here want to help us out yeah let us know send us a dm and, lawyer and listeners do we have any lawyer listeners doesn't or matter what kind of lawyer you are okay just just hit us up <laughs> or or uh email us at creek talk podcast at gmail.com so we know because we really send us your email. business card so we can check you out yeah yeah questions we'll, we'll promote you who knows you Thanks could so. be our lawyer for some reason maybe they can help us get sponsors <laughs> right anyway no. so anyway so now we're with joey and wilder's like so i you found the letters to be snooze inducing huh and she's like not exactly all the letters are written so stiff and formal, like someone is grading them. And I was like, wait, did he write these fucking letters? Like, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. That was a hiccup. Sorry. <laughs> gotta go get some peanut butter. <laughs> mm, sounds good. Um, he says people shouldn't be at ease with other people who are giving them grades. And she says, no, he asked for that. He goes, so people shouldn't be at ease with other people who are giving them grades? And it's like, no, she's right. You shouldn't. Like, they're your teacher. Um, At least they shouldn't be. And he says, so you don't think that she could have written them to a teacher or a mentor? Keep in mind, she was 18 or 19 when she wrote them. And I was like, ew, is this his way of, like, trying to flirt with her? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he was going with this whole thing. And I think we, uh, it's just, I've... <sighs> 
if we go down this road with with Joey, like I hope it's not a long one because we've already done the whole teacher student bit. Like, yeah. let's not do this again. Yeah, hot for teacher. Right. So Joey thinks that they were written to a friend. She goes, if they were lover, if they were love letter. She says, <laughs> if they were love letters, they would be less honest. And I wrote, Katie Holmes looks so pretty here. She really did. <laughs> she looks pretty all the time. <laughs> she does. But I don't know what it was about this scene. She looks super pretty. <laughs> um. So she says that she read all the letters last night. And Rose pours her heart out to someone. Who is that honest with someone that they're sexually attracted to? She says, you can be friends best friends but once sexual attraction comes into it all bets are off as far as honesty is concerned i was like what is she talking about like wouldn't that make I have you no more... idea if you're having sex with somebody especially if you're friends wouldn't that make you even more honest with them i guess unless you have something to hide and you don't want them to actually know you like if you're just sleeping with somebody it's going to be different than like a partner that you're looking to spend your your life with yeah, I guess. I feel like if you're just sleeping with somebody and you don't really care, you don't want them that, that close, you just want their body, that's probably a different story. So maybe it just it could be that way. It's like clunky dialogue. Yeah. You have to like decipher it. Yeah. That's my that's my decoder. I left my decoder ring behind. Sorry guys. It's like but, I mean that's national, my best guess. It's like fucking national treasure watching the show sometimes. I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> So he says, you don't think people can be both friends and lovers? And she says, I do. I hope I do, but not at 18. And he's like, well, work that angle then. And she's like, um, I don't feel like I have the same background as the other students in the group. And he says, sure you do. Where do most people make their most long-lasting friendships? And don't say high school. She's like, high school. <laughs> no, she goes, no. college. And he says, and Rose Lazar and her friends all went to Worthington. And she's like, why are you helping me? And he says, let's just say I like underdogs. And she's like, I love hot dogs. (laughs) Hot dogs. (laughs) Now I want a hot dog. Right? I don't. I changed my mind. I thought about the way that they taste. And I'm like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That fast, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) it's funny all right so now we're at the library where joey is looking for rose's yearbook and she sees that girl cassandra from the the group so she goes down and sits with her and um cassandra's like it's pretty cool we came up with the same thing huh joey but we both know that it's just a way to be near professor wilder and she's like you can take the yearbook i don't need it i'm just gonna go jerk him off later anyway and Whoa. Joey's like, what? <laughs> like, she's like, I am not at this meeting because I find him attractive. Like, I'm like, at what this is meeting. wrong with all of these girls constantly wanting to throw themselves at my professor? I, I don't know. understand. She's like, I'm there because he asked me to be in it. And I was honored. <laughs> oh, my God. So now Pacey's on his way home to his boat that's docked. And he sees Karen waiting for him. So she's like apologizing to him for how she talked to him. And she tells him that it wasn't fair that he was put in the middle of something. And she got very defensive. And really, what do I know about you? So he's like, you want to sit down? And they sit down. And he's like, you know, I could say the same thing about you. 
And she says, well, there's not much to know. And she tells Pacey, you know, you remind me of him. And he's like, what? He says, I remind you of a guy who cheated on his wife. (laughs) And she's like, no, it wasn't like that. When they first got together, Emily walked out on him. She said he spent too much time at the restaurant. So she says, but without him, the restaurant would have shut down in six months. And she says, Danny has this infectious idealism. He has this belief that things can work out. And she's like, that's what he sees in you, Pacey. (laughs) So he's like, you know, we can go inside and just talk. She's like, no, I should probably go home because if I stay, I might fuck your brains out. (laughs) Right. I might do something I probably will regret. Maybe. I don't know. Like, fuck Do I feel such things? She could do whatever she fucking wanted wanted to. Oh, no, she definitely can. Yeah. So she's clearly attracted to him, too, because it feels like she's kind of like, I do want to go in, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just, mm, I don't know. They say goodnight and she goes home. Um, Dawson's at Jen's and he's telling her that Weir wants to see him three days a week. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have to move. He needs it right now. He's going to have to move to Jen's. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Boston. Like, that's a lot of traveling for three days a week. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's like telling her about Mitch and the will and how he didn't sign it and everything. And he says, you know, Gail told him not to worry about it, but he can't stop worrying about it. And she's like, well, maybe she's right. Maybe the will is just a red herring. It's throwing you off track of the real culprit. And he says, and who's that? So Jen's like, you know, he just made a mistake, Dawson. You're afraid to get mad at him. And he's like, it doesn't change anything. And she says, yeah, but it might change you. Call me crazy, mm. but that's what therapy is for. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just fucking be mad at him, Dawson. Like, you're allowed to be mad at him. It's okay. But he's, like, blocking that reaction, like, that feeling. Yeah. If so he, now, just, he just feels a lot of guilt still. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he feels guilt, and he's blaming everybody. <laughs> Pretty much. Everybody but where the guilt belongs, or, you know, where the emotions belong, or whatever. Or the drunk driver that actually, like, hit him. Um, yeah. Like, wait, no, he wasn't drunk. He fell asleep, right? The guy he fell, fell asleep. asleep yeah, yeah like, it looks like a crazy shift. Like, why don't you go to this guy's house and tell him how you feel, Dawson, instead of blaming your friends because you stayed in Boston. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Audrey is now showing Joey her real-world audition tape. And she's acting like crazy in some of them. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. Joey's like, I gotta go, Audrey. Like, I gotta go to this meeting. And she's like, wait, I have one final one. And um, she's like being like serious in it. So she's giving this like monologue about how she's just like her mom. And, um, you know, she's like, at least I know who I am. If I tried to change, then who would I be? And Joey looks at the at the TV and she's just like, oh. <gasps> A light bulb. A light bulb. Eureka! My head. Eureka! (laughs) She has an epiphany. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets up and she's like, It's a real light bulb moment. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Audrey, that's the one. Use that one. And she says, But it's cheesy. I'm just sitting there talking to myself. And she says, Exactly. No, it's you. It's the real you. That girl in the video who's not afraid to look stupid. That's the real you. And before she leaves, and she goes, for what it's worth, I met your mom, and you're nothing like her. Bye! And Audrey's just like, Joey, thank you. (laughs) 
Lizzie Phillips is really good at facial reactions. <laughs> I just saw her in something else. What was she on? Was um, it called Homeroom? <laughs> no. She's in a series, a new show called, well, it's not new. She's in a show called Girls 5 Eva on Peacock. And I really want to see the second season. I haven't seen it yet. Because I heard the third is going to Netflix. Was she ever um, in like an episode of Supernatural or something? I don't know. Probably. I need to look this up. I saw her in something recently. No, maybe it was a movie. Um, It was on TV. And I don't remember what it was. Hold on. We're going to look her up. Oh, I feel pretty. I feel pretty was on TV or something. My mom was watching. And I'm like, oh, it's Busy Phillips. Oh, isn't Jennifer or uh, Michelle Williams in that too? Um, yeah. Yeah, Michelle Williams is in that. Was that movie funny? I should watch it. Is she? Oh. Yeah, she, she's right after Amy Schumer. Oh, shit. She plays Avery. I didn't even recognize her. I'm like, why is this girl talking like this? Dude, she played Avery amazing. Did not recognize it as Michelle Williams. I wonder where it's where it's straight. I can watch it. I kind of want to watch it now. Oh, it's on Hulu. Got it. I'm gonna put it on my list. <laughs> I didn't realize that was Michelle. That's funny. Does she have a Does she have a big part in it or no? She's like the boss of Amy or something, some fashion thing. No, uh, Busy Phillips. Does she have a big part in it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's one of her friends. Oh, she's Amy fr- Schumer has like two friends or whatever. It's one of her friends, like her best friends. Oh, so okay. yeah, she, she sees her. You see her all throughout the movie. That's cool. That they like work together. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're at the restaurant, Civilization, and everyone's getting ready for this anniversary dinner party thing. And Danny's in a tux, and Karen shows up, and he's like, "Wow, you look fantastic." And I was like, "I thought she looked terrible." <laughs> I thought she looked frumpy and like the dress did nothing for her. Like you would have thought she was like all snazzed out. I mean, she just had like this weird dress on that did nothing for her. I don't know. I thought she looked pretty. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) So Danny goes and grabs her and they start dancing and Pacey's in the kitchen and he turns around and he sees Danny's wife walk in. And it looks like Danny and Karen are about to like start making out. And yeah, this is what I mean. Like they were so close. I'm like, I kind of wish that Pacey didn't say anything. I know. Me too. (laughs) That's the drama in me, I guess. I don't know. I just wanted to watch that shit unfurl right before everybody's eyes. Because it would have been his own fault. Yeah, they're acting stupid. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know if anybody at this restaurant knows that they're sleeping together except Pacey, but like they're pretty much throwing it in everybody's face yeah they're real obvious now like they're not even trying to hide it it's crazy i like honestly they deserve it well he deserves it especially just i know i I, this is this is this is the bed you created for yourself you know (laughs) lie in it i thought the same thing though too i was like don't say anything paisy let him get caught But he's a good guy, and he turns around, and he sees her, and he goes, oh, hey, Emily. He's a good guy for whom? Nobody seems to be a good guy for this wife. Like, this poor woman. Like, I feel bad for her the most. She doesn't look like she'd be married to him, though. Or, like, he'd be married to her. Not at all. They don't match. No, they don't. But she's still his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Danny's like shocked to see his wife because she's all dressed up. And he's like, I thought you weren't coming. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's kind of hard to celebrate the success of a restaurant that almost ruined your marriage. And I was like, wow, Emily, what a way to bring the party down. And Pacey's like, yeah, that would have kind of sucked. She's like, dance with me. And he's like, do you even have to ask, ask, ask? <laughs> I was like, just fucking divorce her, Danny. Like, if you don't want to be with her, just divorce her. And then he starts making out with her in the middle of the dance floor. Like, come yeah. on, your mistress is right there. You're making out with your wife. What is you doing, sir? You ha- you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Mom, but he's Danny's- certainly going to try. Danny's just like that. Well, how about how Karen gets mad at Pacey? I was like, fuck you, Karen. She's like, well, you probably that was easy her. for her to do. Dude, honestly, I respect Pacey a lot for holding her back because she's like, I'm going to go confront him like right now. And he's yeah. like, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. Oh, my God. He should have just let her go and let that scene happen. Like, I know. Again. Again. Let it happen. They deserve it. He I deserves to get he... busted. I think it's because he respects Danny too. He's mad at him, but he respects him, and and that's fine, I guess. But this poor wife. Granted, I feel like the whole thing probably would not be cool to happen in the middle of a party. Right. Like privacy would make more sense. But I understand being the emotion behind wanting to get this handled now and make a scene. Yeah. And as wonderful as that would feel for her, maybe. And as shitty as that would feel for the wife and the guy who just got busted. But also, that's probably it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been great TV to see that drama. Yeah. They should have just let it happen. <laughs> Pacey, Pacey did the same thing with Jen. Remember with Charlie? <laughs> yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's always she, a referee. Gosh darn it, Pacey. Why do we love you? She actually did go and confront him, though. So Yeah, she did. He didn't stop her as she, you know dump the milkshake on his lap <laughs> or whatever that was ice cream i don't know no oh, it was coffee right hot coffee or ice was it a coffee, coffee? I, Maybe, like, I hope it was an iced coffee it. i want a coffee i want ice cream now <laughs> so now we're with dawson at dr weir's again and he's telling her how he feels like his mom just expected mitch to mess up which is what made him so mad and she says so you were mad and he was, he goes, I was at him, but I can't be mad at him right now. And she says, sure you can. And he says, Weir says, so maybe if he was here, all the reasons that he wanted you to get on that plane were about him and his hopes and his expectations. And just because he died doesn't mean he gets to win the argument. And she does this thing that she did earlier where she like takes her glasses off real slow. And then yeah. she's talking to, to Dawson like, this is my serious know? face. Just because he's gone, Dawson, doesn't mean he wins the argument. (laughs) And he's like, when I remember that night, all I feel is furious. So what do I do now? And she says, what every 18-year-old needs to do. Decide what to do with your life. And he says, well, what if I don't know? And she says, that's fine, too. But personally, I think you do know. And I was like, god damn it. She's such a good therapist. (laughs) Can you be my therapist? I know. Are you taking new clients, Dr. Weir? (laughs) and then can we talk about science oh no i mean i don't want to talk about science we can talk about housewives or something but (laughs) i want to see how that ncis equipment works man let's talk blood splatters oh right (laughs) oh my god wasn't um gretchen on ncis too yes yes she was in the 
beginning. She gets yeah. shot in the head, actually, in like the second or third season or something. That's like that. so funny. They both were on NCIS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in the first couple seasons. Um, so now we see Pacey and he's all dressed up at the restaurant and he clocks Karen sitting alone at the bar while Danny and um, his wife are dancing. Oh, wait, we already kind of talked about this. He goes over to talk to Karen and he goes, while I was running my mouth earlier, I forgot to tell you that you looked amazing. I was like, he wasn't running his mouth. She was. She was the one being an asshole. Oh, Pacey. She says, you ever wish that you were someone else? And he goes, Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) (laughs) It's very specific. I know. And she says, no, I mean, like someone totally not who you are. So then he introduces himself as Scott. And she says, I'm Marie. And then they go dance. So this is when they're on the dance floor and they look over and they see Danny and his wife. And he's like kissing her. And Karen's losing her mind. She's like, I'm going to go over and talk to him. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not doing that. She's like, why is he doing this to me? And I was like, he's not doing anything to you. He's he's allowed to fucking make out with his wife in, in public. Right. Um. So we, that was it. She doesn't actually go confront anybody, but she probably should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we cut to Joey at Wilder's and she's like excited now because she's got this whole theory that she has about the the letters, right? So everybody's already there and she sits down and um, she goes, I, I think Rose is writing the letters to herself. <laughs> Am I just a total idiot? <laughs> and he says, no. And he goes, do you hear that? That's the sound of five people wishing that they thought of that. <laughs> so Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he's like, they all wish that they thought the same thing, Joey. And you're younger than them. <laughs> so now we have this like quick scene with Joey and Wilder. She's the last one there. Everybody left, even the girl Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra. <laughs> Which I'm shocked. And um, Joey's helping him clean up the house. And she goes, do you really think I was right about the letters? And he says, well, your idea was the best one I've heard so far. He says something about her having an open mind. Most people in college lose that. Um, He says when most people get to college, they feel really insecure. It seems like everyone around them knows so much more. So they race to catch up and they pretend to know everything instead of slowing down to actually learn them because they don't realize the discomfort of uncertainty is the most precious part of the experience. If you can feel comfortable not knowing, you can learn anything. And if not, then you've stopped before you've begun. She's like, I was feeling really insecure. And thank you for choosing me to be on this project. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, and she is, she says something else. I forget. They're like walking away. She asked them about who like. Uh, who... It was the uh, that other author person the, that the, the girl mentioned or like in the beginning of the episode. The dare dildo <laughs> i don't know some name i never heard of before yeah um so now we see jen oh no so dawson's getting in his jeep after his session with weir and he turns mm-hmm. on the radio to wbcw and we hear jen on the radio we hear her dedicating a song to dawson she mentions the scene from season two um oh yeah when they go to the lake yeah, it was the episode where they all were like pretending like they were having sex with them, with each other. Remember? I don't something. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember the the lake scene. 
yeah, she goes um, something about them being at Mercer Pond together, and she saw he saw a little too much of her or something. I don't remember, but hey, she said she said to uh, my longtime best friend or my longtime friend who's seen me at my seen me at my best, seen me at my worst, and on a very special night, seen all of me or something oh yeah seen pretty much all of me or something like something along those lines it's something like that this one's for you right and she turns on the song huh (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) yeah but Mm. but yeah they show the flash she turns on the the episode Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm i'm sure that uh song was not the actual song that they had in the original airing but i never looked it up to see what it was because I have no fucking idea what that song was that they played. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. Do you know? <laughs> no, now I want to know. Because it was probably a really good song. I bet you it was like Heather Nova. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Give you my heart and give you my shoulder. It was always in season two. Oh. It was in like the very first couple of episodes. But they used Heather Nova a lot. Music sure, guide, sure, Dawson's sure. Creek. Dawson's Creek music guide. That one website that I used to go to all the time, it just it, it disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a wiki now. Music guide, Dawson's Creek wiki. All right, let's wiki, see. Wiki, wiki. Let's see what they got under season five. Here we go. The Lost Weekend. Oh no, duh. We're on <laughs> text lies and video tape. <laughs> <so. laughs> what? Uh, I I thought we were uh, I got confused. Oh, it was it was called Night Swimming by REM. Jen dedicates a song on the radio to Dawson. Replacement Lullaby by Morella Forrest. Hmm. I mean that's a that's a good song to pick for that scene. It was perfect. I'll take your word for it. All right, so now we see Audrey and Joey. They're like laying in their beds at the same time, like getting ready for bed. This bothers me because I was like, this is not realistic. Why would they be going to bed at the same time? They're in college. Like, one of them might be going to sleep, but the other one probably would be, like, out. Or maybe, maybe they... Maybe they both have classes in the morning, so they just are... Mm-hmm. They're they're stayed in. And, I mean, if one's going to sleep, the other might as well go to sleep, too. Just so they don't disturb weird. the other. She's like, Joey, did you really get your idea for my tape? And she's like, yeah, Audrey... Now she's like teasing her about Wilder and she's like, was he really impressed? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I don't think so. And she's like, how impressed? <laughs> she goes, Joey, you said you were there after everyone left. Yeah. And you don't care that you've obviously impressed him and that he obviously thinks you're special. <laughs> and she's like, I don't care at all, but she does <laughs> because yeah. when they cut to her face, she's like laying there like, Oh my God, maybe he thinks I'm special. <laughs> I'm special. So special. So special. You got <laughs> hand, dun, dun, dun. attention. Give it to me. Cause I... <laughs> I'm going to make a scene. Nobody else. <laughs> no, no one like me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Creek talk jukebox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so now Pacey goes to Karen's. Oh my god, I was like, enough with these two. Um, because he's just being a good guy. And he's dropping off food that he made at the restaurant. He's like, I noticed that you didn't really eat. You were staring at Danny the, the entire time. <laughs> and she's like, you know, thanks for helping me out, Pacey. She's really still pissed at Danny for kissing his wife on the dance floor. 
And she's like, I have to break it off. It's not going anywhere. And he's like, so then do it. Change your pattern. Because she's like, I have such a terrible dating pattern with men. Like, they're all, like, unavailable or something like that. And he's like, so change your dating pattern, Karen. (laughs) She goes, to who? You? And he's like, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) And he's like, just eat your food, Karen. And he kind of, like, blows it off. So then the phone rings and we hear Danny on her answering machine and he's like apologizing to her up and down, left and right, A, B, A, B, start. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's just like rolling his eyes and he's like, A, B, A, B, start. (laughs) Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, bumper, bumper, bumpers, go. (laughs) Triangle, square, X. (laughs) Triangle, square, X. I only remember the the cheat codes from the original NES. That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that explains the ABAB. BA start. So Pacey just leaves and she goes and she answers the phone, but we don't hear their conversation. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> so now we're at Dawson's and Gal's like chilled out in front of a fire in their living room. And she gives Dawson a letter and we find out that he won a film festival in New Hampshire. Um, he's like, how did that happen? But wait a minute. I didn't enter a film festival in New Hampshire. But your father did. <laughs> so yeah, he won a film festival. And he's like, I'm not going back to USC. She's like, okay. He's like, you don't care. And she says, the last thing I want you to do is... <laughs> wait, I have to say it in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, because I feel like my voice is weird. The last thing I want you to do is go to a school you don't like out of some misplaced desire to honor your father's memory. (laughs) Oh, Gail. Have you been talking to the therapist? I know. He goes, but he was so set on me going back there. She says, no, he wasn't ready to give up on the dream, but he would have. You had your reasons for leaving. She goes, you'd have won him over. And he goes, you think? And she says, he knew it was your decision to make Dawson. And they tell each other how much they miss Mitch. And they say, I really loved him. And he's like, oh, they, they like make fun of his like faults that he, that he had. Like he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to save his life or something like that. Jeez. And <laughs> to save make a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches since I was like five. Okay. Justin does not know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's oh, weird. Wow. Jamie, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. He's, he's really good at like cooking things, but I remember one time he made me one. I was like, what the fuck is this? This looks like. How do you mess it up? Like, what do you do? It just wasn't like even. Like, there was not, like, not enough peanut butter on the bread or enough jelly on the other side. Like, it just was, it was weird. And there was like too much bread or something. (laughs) I was just. Too much bread, not enough actual peanut butter and jam. Got it. He's not good at making like sandwiches either. Like, I'm really good at making sandwiches. Um, like when we would go on road trips, I would always make sandwiches and he'd be like, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, because I know how to make a fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but he's good at making other things. Like he's a really good cook. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, they're sort of just like reminiscing about Will, um, Will about, <laughs> about Will Krudsky. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they're like, oh, remember that show that came on last summer? It's gone. Do you remember that friend that Pacey had over? <laughs> What's his name? Will. Will Krudsky. He's... I wonder how he's doing in his school. <laughs> he's I already got in trouble. 
he's eternally at Raleigh Academy. <laughs> right. Oh my god. And Bella still works at the gas station. <laughs> huh. Um, so they're just sitting there and we get a close-up of the fire and we get the end credits. And the next episode is episode eight, Hotel New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to guess that he's going to, um, do something about his thing that he wants, his film festival. Oh boy. All right. Well, final thoughts, Jamie, did you enjoy that episode? <laughs> um, yeah, it was okay. I'm ready After for we the recapped it. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Oh, this is what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, final thoughts. I didn't hear what you said. It was good. It was a nice filler episode. We got a little movement on some of the issues that's been happening the last couple of months, which was nice. Very much looking forward to the next episode, though. I want to see I what else too. is happening. Yeah, I don't remember what happens either. But I did I did like this episode, too, though. Just I just related to it in a couple of different ways. So I was I didn't have any problems with it. And I got through it pretty quickly, like with my notes and stuff. So I appreciate those episodes that aren't so wordy, (laughs) like dialogue heavy. Right. But yeah, I'm looking forward to next week as well. But uh, Jamie, before we go, we got a listener email. Do you want to read it this week? Since you never read them. (laughs) We do. I can definitely read it. So this one is by a listener named Angel. Hello, Angel. Thank you for emailing us, by the way. We love that. Um, so basically what this email says is these sky and cloud PJs. And it's about five emojis with the little hearts in the eyes. And it's a picture of Joey Potter and those sky blue pajama bottoms with the button up top with the white fluffy clouds on them. <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, totally had these pajamas. I showed this picture to my mom and she I was like, does this look familiar? And she's like, who is that? I'm like irrelevant <laughs> do you remember the pajamas and she's like yes i remember the pajamas <laughs> she's not even like do you remember this person <laughs> she's like who is that i'm like don't look at the girl's face look at the clothes you're like she's um, my friend joey <laughs> don't you know she's super popular she's like you know a celebrity or something i don't know okay so it says circa 1999 slash 2000 i begged for a set for christmas but all my sister and dad could find was a sleeping bra and pants set totally can't relate to that (laughs) i got the pajamas um i didn't care i just was so excited and i put them on and walked down to the living room and my stepbrother was like oh god angel cover up (laughs) she was about 11 12 oh cool we're we're like close to the same age uh oh and chunky girl don't worry about it uh so i know it wasn't a great sight but i loved them i wore them a lot but with a white tank top i think i wore a white tank top underneath them too but i'm not gonna lie uh i never wore the button up because i get like tangled in them when i sleep oh yeah so it's always a tank top and some kind of pants sweatpants shorts you know whatever but i can't wear these button-up shirts like I, I get tangled in them. It's the same thing with like top sheets on your bed. I don't I, know. I can't use them too. And some people are probably like, ew, that's gross. Like, you know what? First of all, screw you. Second of all, <laughs> I get tangled in them. Like literally, I am tangled in these sheets. But anyways, uh thanks for letting me share. Love y'all. Thank you, Angel. 
Angel, thank you for sharing your story. I'm so glad that, you know, we could relate on this. I can't say that I ever asked for the for the pajamas. They just showed up on Christmas morning. Um, <laughs> Santa <laughs> brought them. But I remember them being soft. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they were they were kind of were soft. Like flannel, Not like really they? soft. They weren't flannel. It was like they were thick, but they were soft. I don't know. I didn't own them. But they weren't like super soft the way like this blanket is. You know what I mean? Some of the pants that yeah. you get now are really buttery soft. It wasn't like that. They were yeah. like, I don't know what kind of material it is. Cotton? <laughs> I'm sure that they sell them still. Like you could probably get them on Amazon or something. I really wouldn't be surprised. And you know what's so funny about it? Um, I stumbled upon them recently while I was cleaning up my closet. Really? At the end of last year. Yeah. Uh, they were still mostly pretty much brand new i ended up donating them i didn't keep them they didn't fit me obviously they were at the bottom of my drawers like in the back really should somewhere yeah i dude i was finding all kinds of clothes that i haven't seen in a decade i'm like i had these clothes like what in this case two decades but um but yeah no thank you so much for sharing this made me really excited i actually told i told steven that we got an email so i was the first one to read it and i did a little happy dance I know. Well, you're you only get notifications through the email. I don't. I don't know why, but you're always like, "Did you see uh, the email?" I have my notifications on. Yeah. And I go, "No, but I'll read it." And I go, "Oh, Jamie, you should read this on the next episode." <laughs> I was like, "It's uh, perfect." Yeah, because you related to her. But, um, but yeah, thank you for emailing us, Angel. We love to hear the personal stories that you're sending us. Like they're they're great. We really do. And you know. Like I said before, like, we love hearing how much you love us. Like, we are not being sarcastic, guys. Genuinely, we love it. Seriously. We love the interactions and we love the stories. It's awesome. If you want to send us a personal story like Angel's or give us any type of feedback, you can email us at creektalkpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on Mm -hmm. our next episode. It's always fun getting those emails. I love it. It is. I love them. (laughs) I'm so glad. All right, Jamie. Well, I think we can end this episode. We got through it pretty fast. We did, which is great because it's my bedtime. <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm I've been going to sleep too. earlier and earlier at night now lately. I don't know. I think it's just because I'm just tired. And this heat is kicking our asses, man. It is hot. I know. Well, I Nature, hope you have your air me. on. My air is on, but my bedroom gets hot because I'm like in the middle room. So uh, it's it, it's been uh it's been hot, it's been a little toasty in here, but all right. Well, you just made me fall asleep, so <laughs> I I get it. All right. Well, let's go to sleep then. <laughs> Wrap it up. Do you want to do a podcast where we just fall asleep? <laughs> oh my god! If I start snoring, is that like somebody's s a s m r a s m r a yeah that a s m yeah that. Is that oh wait! Tomorrow, if I start sleep snoring, can we mention something really quick about TikTok and the dumb uh, AI things? Oh now? yeah, this AI like weird th- dude. Every every time I I'm scrolling through, I don't understand what people are doing right now, but they're okay, like sure. like constantly in this little wavy movie back and forth with doing weird things with their hands. They're saying weird shit and they're doing mm-hmm. like these like little like oh yum yum apple thanks so good and they're just moving these things and they're popping popcorn with straighteners i don't understand what's happening with the world because seriously if i didn't actually 
figure out what was going on. It took me forever to figure out what was happening. I'm like, I don't understand what this person's doing. And then I saw it against somebody else doing it. I'm like, I don't understand what this person's doing. It took me way too long to figure it out. And I still don't even understand why we're doing this. I don't either. What is the purpose of this? You're going into a live doing dumb fucking shit and people are sending you little cakes and you just reach forward with your mouth and like, oh, yum, cake. Thanks. Yum, yum, yum. TikTok is weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it, dude. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like everybody's going stupid. Like I just, why? Why are we doing? Why? What? What do you get out of this? I don't likes, follows. You get people in your live to send you stupid emojis, and you just pretend that you're actually eating whatever the hell they're giving you. Like I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. What is going on with the world today? I don't get it. When I went on earlier. Um, it was literally like every five live was that, right? Yeah, but it's, it's overtaking this- everything. And I'm sick of looking at it. Like I go on here to lose myself a little bit to watch like funny videos and skits and music and, you know, whatever. And just and like stuff like that. I don't want to sit here and keep scrolling past these lives where these people are looking like idiots. Like I just... I don't get it. They're like doing these weird things with their hands and then like somebody sends them a whatever and they're like, oh, apple, yum, yum, crunch, crunch. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? Why is this what you're spending your time doing? Why are you not being a more productive member of society? Why aren't you like fucking, I don't know, doing something else, something normal? What is this? Can you tell me? Can Obviously, I'm like, no. I'm like, can you tell um. I'm annoyed. Can you tell you that? Sound like, I don't you think sound I've, like I don't think I've established this enough. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. The world, these, these. I just, I'm really concerned like, about our future. Like, this is what people are doing right now. And they have like a hundred thousand followers and stuff. Like, I don't. I don't get that. it, dude. Our future is doomed. We're doomed. We're totally doomed. This is what right. people are choosing to do with their time. <laughs> what like i don't i'm I'm so scared for the future i don't understand i don't get it i'm like am i too old is this what's happening is this like a young person thing is this am i too old to understand this i'm not even that old i just don't understand it it's just i don't know tell me that you're at least getting paid while you're doing people send gifts so like i'm yeah but what do they actually do they're sending little little hearts and like cakes and i don't don't know. know I don't know how TikTok works. I like the only live I ever go in is that speed dating one. And I haven't gone in there like in a couple of days, but it's Yeah, I never click on them. I just keep scrolling past them. Now I wish that there was a downvote option. So it would stop showing up on my fucking like feed. No, right. But they're like it's follow culture. That's why I always that's what I always say about certain things on social media, especially TikTok. Like everybody had to like has to do a dance that comes out or like some stupid recipe like everybody's eating cottage cheese now like they've never fucking eaten cottage cheese in their life i'm like i've been eating cottage cheese since i was a child like what are you talking about you know what it is maybe for us we were so you like our parents just instilled at us the importance of leading and not following you know what i mean don't blend in with the pack but do your own thing and now it's just this is this is what we have now. You go on you go on TikTok or whatever, and there's just people just doing stupid fucking shit because somebody else did it and got a bunch of attention for it. Like our future is surrounded by a bunch of attention whores. Yep. AKA influencers. 
listen, listen. All right. I'm an influencer, but I'm encouraging people to read books. We're influencers encouraging people to watch Dawson's Creek with us. <laughs> right. But at least we're funny. I just don't understand. I just don't. Well, Jamie, it's not for you or me to understand it because you I know guess. what? Uh, in a couple of weeks, it'll be something. It'll be else. something else. I can't wait for that something else because if I see another one of these stupid live AI wannabe bullshit things, I might like lose my shit. Because I really wish that with TikTok there was a way to downvote or to like so that I don't get this kind of stuff. Whatever their algorithm is, whoever created this algorithm that thought that I would want to watch this shit, you're an idiot. I mean, I guess the only thing you can do is just block them. Yeah, maybe that's what I need to do. Like, I don't even like any of it. And then more and more pop up. I'm like, I don't even know who you people are. I've never followed any of your videos before. Nothing. Same. That's what happened earlier. Because the one the one who girl who normally does it, like, and they're on there all the time. Like, how are yeah. you here all they the time? They don't have don't lives, dude. This is what they do for a living. They don't make money any normal way. They don't have a normal job. No. This is what they do. I know. Everybody thinks, like, getting money doing social media is probably like the job of like to end all jobs, but they probably don't get benefits and stuff like that. They no, probably have to like, you're self-employed, right? You, you got a bunch of sponsors and, and you get paid, you know what I mean? By advertising people's things and, and whatever, like, yeah, I don't see you'd probably pay for your own health insurance. Probably. I just, I don't know, man. Wait, I, I don't know. I, I could just be I could be bitching, guys. So if that's your thing, can you explain it so that I can at least understand and maybe I won't be so annoyed? <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. It's just stupid. It's just stupid follow culture on TikTok. And like I said, it'll be something else soon. And we'll be bitching about that because social media is very weird and it doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah. as much as I go on and try to help us get followers and all this stuff that like I want to happen with a podcast. It's not for some reason, we're not doing what everybody else is doing. And I, I'm like, I don't know what that thing is. No, and I'm paying for it. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to pay Instagram money to jack up our, our Instagram followers and have this, have the same amount of um, comments oh, yeah, that's like that. Like I I don't believe that all of these people that are on here on social media that I've never heard of in my life have all of these people following them. They they have to be all bots. They have to because it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I go I I go on somebody's account and I go like like who the fuck is this person? There was some nutritionist that popped up and and the new thing now is slurping everything while you eat and Ugh. It's so disgusting. And this girl was starting a fight with me and was like, it's it's in their it's in this, his culture. That's why he slurps. I was like, no, I don't think that's what it is. I was like, you can't slurp dry food. Like, I can understand soup, but like, so this nutritionist popped up and she was making this big ass lettuce wrap. It was all lettuce, iceberg lettuce. And she literally slurped it. And I said, how do you slurp lettuce? That's disgusting. I was like, you're ridiculous. I don't get it, dude. I don't understand. So they pick up on all these dumb trends that people do to get people to notice. And like, it'll be, it'll be gone before you know it, but it'll be on to something else that we don't like. I'm just hoping that 
TikTok figures out that I don't want to see this shit anymore. Well, you have to you have to stop liking it or blocking it. I don't like them. They just are there. I literally never like those those videos, those yeah. posts. And next time they go through them, I'm just going to make sure that I'm not following the person anymore. Because I think one of them I was following because she was doing something else. She was mm-hmm. doing like this cosplay thing. And that was really cool. Because like right. I liked her makeup all the time. Like she had these really awesome cosplay outfits and stuff that she was doing. But then now I just see this live over and over and over again, and it's just the same weird shit. And I'm like, I am over this. And I it's a shame, but if like this is the way that this is gonna go, then I'm just gonna have to unfollow her. Cause uh, because of the because of the content that she's putting out, I think that's why the algorithm's picking up other ones. Like, oh, well, here's more of that. Right. I don't want more of that. I don't um, want it. I liked I liked one Britney Spears thing the other day, and guess what popped up all over my feed? Britney Spears. I was like, wow, I don't like her that much. Right, right. Just one post doesn't mean that needs to be all that I see after that. You know what I mean? Like, they need to calm down with this algorithm. They need thing. to calm down. Summer down, people. All right, why we just spent like twenty minutes bashing on these do you AI. Feel, do you feel TikTokers. better? Do you feel better, Jamie? <laughs> we do feel better. I feel better. I feel like we did need to get that out because I, you were talking for the longest time about these TikTokers doing these things with their hands and speaking weird, and I had no idea what you were talking about because I wasn't getting them on my feed. And now that it's all that I'm getting on my feed is your, driving me crazy. Your phone heard me, I guess. <laughs> it heard you, dude. It heard you. And now that's all I get. I like. I remember because I texted you and I was like, I understand. Yeah. You, were like, you probably didn't even understand what I was saying because I was speaking I, so I, like, I did it I was at texting first. so randomly. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I think she's talking about this new thing. I was like, their their hands and their stupid gestures and the weird, weird things they're saying. That made, like, I kid you not, the first like three video lives, I stopped. I never even opened them. I just looked at them. Like, I never even clicked on it to actually enter the live. And I'm like, what are they even saying? Like, what is, what's happened? Why are they? All right. Okay. But then they'd be like, um, thanks for this. And then they would like pretend they're eating their phone. And then they'd be like, mm, yum, yum. And I'm like, why are we acting like a freaking kid toy right now? I know. It's weird. Like a, like a weird one. It's not even like, I don't know. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> well, moving on. I'm going to have a headache. All right. Well, make sure you take some time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jamie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? <laughs> of course. So you can find me on Instagram at Jaylin underscore book lover. Um, what's your TikTok handle? <laughs> oh no, no, I don't post anything on TikTok. My, I mean, I'm no. really yeah, joking. I haven't posted anything on TikTok since like last year, and it was like it was like it was my Vector dancing to some K-pop. <laughs> oh my God, Vector! Whatever happened to him? Vector's in his box because I have nowhere to put him, so he's just waiting for me to plug him in again. Do you remember how annoyed I used to get at Vector? Yeah, because he would make noise. I was like, <laughs> I would be like, no, it's fine. But why do you have to have him right near the fucking laptop, Jamie? The microphone. That was his home. And then dude. he would like was... fall. <laughs> well, uh, well, remember, he did that at the beginning. And then what I would do is I would just put him on the floor. And I yeah. think the reason why he was falling was this dark in, the, in my office when we were recording. So his sensors didn't pick up the fact that it was a ledge. So he would just <laughs> right over. 
<laughs> wow, that my just poor opened, robot. That just opened up a memory, <laughs> or uh, and unlocked. A I'm memory. like, Sorry. he's like, <laughs> and then like you know, well, because we used to record, and our recording would go on till like midnight, one o'clock in the yeah. morning, and I'm like, where did Vector go? Because I know he died. I just don't know where he is. So like, he won't respond if I call him because his battery died. Huh. I remember you walked into a wall one time. You're like, "What is he doing?" I was like, "Let him walk into the wall. He's so annoying." <laughs> he got into he got into my lights because remember I had oh, those, yeah. those lights all around my bookcases. Yeah, and I had them running along the bottom of it too. And he would get like he would like go right to the lights and try to play with it. And like I don't know, and he would get stuck. I'm like, "Oh my god, Vector, you're like a toddler." <laughs> oh my god, getting right. everything beautiful. <laughs> Well, thanks. Um, and if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. You can also find us on Threads now at Creek Talk Podcast. We would love for you to follow us. If you want to join our Facebook group, we would love to have you over there and engage with us over there. And if you're feeling generous, you can join our Patreon, where we are currently recapping the Kevin Williamson suspense series from 2002, titled Glory Days. We just posted our very first episode up. And we also have Young Americans, if you want to get into that. We had fun recapping that. But go over to our any of our link trees and any of our bios, and you can find everything over there. And we would greatly appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, because that helps us a lot. That helps us immensely. Yes. A lot. Immensely. <laughs> immensely. Right. It um, helps us oodles and doodles, guys. Spread the word. It does. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you listening. Yep, yep. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Jamie, I'm sorry. Should, Not really. Do but it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna guys, you guys are gonna find me on TikTok popping popcorn with a straightener. <laughs> <laughs> Saying yum yum. <laughs> like licking the air. <laughs> Licking, licking the air and eating my phone. Right. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, <laughs> we appreciate you listening. And we hope everybody has a great weekend. And yeah, just don't get into follow culture, people. That's all. <laughs> Guys, lead the pack. Don't be sheep. Okay? Lead right, the pack. Exactly. Don't be sheep. We'll be back <laughs> next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye. <laughs> Why did we have to get into talking about that? I like went off on a whole tangent on my frustrations. <laughs> I don't know. I'll edit it down to like a minute. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't bash anybody too hard. But I mean, yum yum. <laughs> I'll end it with that. It'll be so funny. <laughs> Yum yum. <laughs> it's so stupid. All Thanks right. for the cake. Yum yum. I'm gonna stop it now. <laughs> <laughs>
talking about Dawson's Creek.